What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are officially in March, and the March Madness is well underway. We have we have our own madness to talk about this week. Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Got your boy Sherm here in the building, of course. My, my co-host, partner crime, Old Bet, is out once again this week. And shout out to him, because it, it is his birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Um, got my boy Ravi filling in once uh, again here for us. Ravi, what's going on with you, man? Thank you for joining me. Thank you for filling in for Old Bet this week. What's going on with you? Hey, glad to have the invite, uh, you know, Ravelous in the house, and uh, I'm going to be the best co-host that I possibly can be. I, I would expect nothing less, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get into it, dude. I know we have a lot, a lot to talk about. Like I briefly mentioned, March Madness is underway. I don't even know if we have time to get into the NCAA tournament, you know, to make sure that, you fill- That might have to be next week. Yeah, fill out your brackets, though, ladies and gentlemen. Fill out your brackets. But let's just get into it, Rav. Um, we've got, like I said, let's before we get into the all the NFL craziness, which I'm as we always do here on What's the Word Entertainment, we'll have mm-hmm. some NBA coming up as well too. A couple other off-topic, uh, random things. You know, first want to talk about the M- MLB lockout. I know Ravi, you were, you and I were kind of were talking offline about this quite a bit. There was a new CBA deal reached with with the players in the organization in the uh, in the league just a couple of days ago, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct, sir. And after 99 days, the lockout has officially over. Spring training has begun. Everyone is reporting. Um, But to recap on what the actual new deal is, we're just going to, you know, talk about that real fast. We have better pay for the younger players. Um, Before, the league minimum was, um, was a bit low, but now they increased that by $100,000 a year. Yeah, I think it's now so, what seven hundred now minimum salary I, now. I believe you are correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with I, that hundred k, that was a big uh, fighting point for the uh, for the. Yeah. League. You know, dude. Really quickly, I know you want to talk about it, but my thing about baseball is, I feel like part of the CBA, they should have shortened the season. To be quite honest with you, they were they were trying to get this deal done so they can have a full one hundred sixty two game season, um, mm-hmm. and, and and I saw that they also expanded the playoffs. Uh, playoff man of the team, the, tw- the 12 teams. But the fact that you have to play 162 times, come on, son. First of all, why is it 162? Why can't it just be 160? You need that extra two games? Like, come on. Why can't it be 80 home and 80 I'm, away? <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> there's some kind of math and some kind of algorithm. Um, I don't want to say it's not a physical sport. It's not, uh, you know, a very active sport like the other major ones are. Yeah. But it is uh, America's pastime, and um, you know it does run for quite a few months. You like it's kind of getting being pushed. It's in the past, like baseball is not what popularity is not once what it was. We have to admit, absolutely. That. I mean, I in this, it's more at, a regional sport than I feel national. Yeah, like, for you real. Follow your teams, you follow your league, and you know you're kind of us here on the East Coast. We're not worried about what's happening in California or Texas, right. and vice versa. Right. I mean, I think we could all agree that the NFL is the top top major sport in this country. And you can make an argument that probably college football is right at number two, if, if between that and the NBA at number two, as far as pop, most popular sports in the United in the, in the U.S., right? I think you can make oh, a absolutely. solid. I think you made it for so baseball is not even in the top three, <laughs> you know? And no, it's, it's definitely so cool. I feel not in this country, at least not anymore. Yeah. Um, there, there is a lot of international, you know, uh, fanfare mm-hmm. and that's actually a big part of uh, the cba that's actually what was holding it up for the past couple of weeks okay okay yeah so i know i saw they got the deal done like i know they mentioned they, they we might mention they increased the playoffs teams from mm-hmm. 10 to from 10 to 12 yep, um and, 12 postseason 
A big rule change, though. It's going to be a pitch clock in 2023. Really? I did not see that. Yeah. There's going to be a pitch clock, and to uh, prevent tanking, there's going to be a six-team draft lottery. So your bottom six teams are actually going to be in a lottery system. So mm. it's not just uh, how the mm. NFL does it. Now the team with the worst record just gets the right, right. You know, the top, the top pick, top pick. Okay. But now they're doing a lottery system like the NBA does. Okay, okay, that's that's pretty, that's that's pretty interesting. I did not see that either. Okay, that's pretty something else that's interesting. Mm. Larger bases for player safety. Really? Okay. Yeah, is they're that, gonna have larger bases on the field. Is that for safety concerns though? That's what like, they said. I feel like that is this does that make it worse though? Having a larger object impeding your path? I don't know how larger in what sense. Is it gonna be taller? Is it gonna be wider? I so assume that, wider. Th- I don't I don't I can't I can't see what being taller. We're gonna yeah. see it when the uh yeah, all right. Spring, spring training games. Okay. So those are some key highlights that um, you know definitely that we wanted to, you know, bring to everybody's attention. Yeah, and of yeah, course, yeah. the last piece was the international draft. It's still not finalized with the international players. Yeah. Uh, but they have until, do 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 twenty twenty three the, to that season to figure it out. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. So next year, all right. Not a cool, cool. Um, moving along, other news quickly. Um, some unfortunate news to report that uh, Hall of Fame wrestler Razor Ramon, also is well, really known as Scott Hall, uh, passed away a couple of days ago at the at the age of sixty three. Unfortunately, yeah, I believe he had some complications for some surgery. He had like hip surgery. He was going in for. He had some complications from that. He passed away. Unfortunately. Um, condolences to him and his family and everything but man Razor Ramon was definitely one of the uh one of the most pop one of the popular athletes and I guess in the mid early 90s I think it was, yep. that was about that time Absolutely. We, we were growing up we were watching wrestling dude it makes mm-hmm. me think about those matches with him and Shawn Michaels Wrestlemania 10 the latter match with Shawn Michaels that was a dope one you know yep. um obviously wrestling is not this I would say wrestling is not the same for me as it was when, it, when we were kids Rav you know what I mean yeah I think we kind of grew out of it you know back in the day with Hulk Hogan Macho Man Randy Savage and the Undertaker yeah. and all that that was when it was at its top you know what I mean absolutely even you with know, Stone Cold the Stone, Rock the Rock yeah they made you know, Brock it Brock Lesnar yeah. I know Brock is still in and out but yeah it's the, uh the Rock and Stone Cold really changed the game for sure you know what I mean yeah. I mean, to me, my favorite wrestler, though, of all time, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Bret the Hitman Hart, baby, all day. <laughs> <laughs> all, all day, Bret Hart, baby. Who, who was your favorite growing up? Growing up, I would have to either go with uh, Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant. Okay. Because, come on, Andre the Giant. He's, yeah. And uh, who He's doesn't like the showmanship of Hulk Hogan? Yeah, yeah, Hulkamania and everything. Yeah, that was, yep. Obviously, he was the first, I would say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Elaborate showman of of, mm-hmm. of WWF back in the day. Yeah, him and him and Macho Man. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, they kind of ultimate war, they kind of brought that out. And you know, then Stone Cold came in, you know, Shawn Michaels, and, you know, the you know, the extravagant appearances and things like that, and the entrances really and all that, you know. So that was dope. But yeah, just wanted to share that with you. But yeah, condolences to uh, Scott Hall and uh, Scott Hall's family, of course. Let's get, let's keep it moving, Rav. Uh, let's get into the NBA really quickly. Um, a couple of weeks ago when Anu was on the show, me and him did a pretty deep dive and some, uh, some NBA action. And I wanted to get your thoughts on one of the, one of the, one thing in particular was the Los Angeles Lakers. Now we see what has been happening this year with the whole Russell Westbrook experiment, if you, whatever you want to call it. 
mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be working as well. And I know AD has been out for the past few weeks or months, whatever, with that injury. Um, LeBron just dropped 50 the other night, I believe. Twice. Okay, there you go. Um, so he's still doing what he needs to do. Now, he's, he hasn't, you know, he's been consistent with it. You know, he's dropping 50 like that. But I guess let me just ask the question. Do you think that Lakers are in danger of missing the playoffs as we speak? Absolutely, they're in danger. Uh, I think right now they are the ninth seed. So they are in the playoff, the play-in series version mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be rough because, you know, they have the majority of their games now going to be on the road. And majority of that number, 14 of them, if I'm not mistaken, is actually above, with teams that are over 500. Mm. They cannot get it together. They have all this talent. I mean, I don't even know who to blame anymore. It's, uh, is it the coaching? Is it the egos? I think it has to come to a point where it's like, hey, guys, let's just get it together. You know, we are all we have. Yes, AD being out does affect that greatly. But you still have LeBron James. Westbrook is no scrub. Mm-hmm. You know, even Melo coming off the bench, you know, he can put give you 15, Mello's, 20 a game. Melo's doing okay. I think Melo is working with this squad. I just honestly, I just think it's Russ. And I I feel like I've said this before on this show. I don't think Russell or Westbrook ever wins championship with his style of play. I don't think he ever wins championship. Don't get yep. me wrong, Russell Westbrook is a phenomenal basketball player. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. He, he is sen- old school. He like is 90s sen- old school. He is sensational. But his play just doesn't work well when you have other superstars like LeBron and, and guys on this team. You know, he was the when 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 KD left Oklahoma City, this dude was the man to put averaging triple doubles, what for two, three seasons in a row? Yep. He was the man, won MVP, everything. Yeah, you know, um, I'm just not sure, man, what to think of this, this Lakers squad. So it, it's going to be a rough road ahead of them. I mean, they played the Warriors uh, twice, the Suns three times. Mm. That alone is going to be rough. Gotcha. But, gotcha. you know, even uh, the Lakers will we'll keep watching. It's going to be a fun story. Yeah. Not even that. I'm more interested in what's going to happen to the Mets. Mm. So Sherman, I'll ask you, I know you have talked about this. You know, we've spoken about this for months. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with the Mets? Even after this big trade that happened? Is Ben Simmons going to get on the floor? Is Kyrie, I don't know, is New York going to fix their stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I saw there is nuts. Dude, that's, that's your boy. That's your people's. Yo, you you in New York still. You know, I, I left New York years ago, bro. That's your people's I, now. I, I didn't vote for him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, but so. To, to clarify for our audience, the mandate was lifted March 7th to attend indoor events you know, vaccinated, not vaccinated, mass, no mass. Mm-hmm. However, there's still a mandate for employees that are in enclosed buildings. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie is an employee of the Brooklyn Nets. So until he's vaccinated, he cannot go to quote unquote work. Mm-hmm. That's why he is suspended. Oh, he's not suspended. No, well, not, that's not, why but... New York City isn't letting him play. However, he can attend the same venue where he yes. would work. Yep. Without without being vaccinated and unmasked, tell Correct. me how that he was at the game on Sunday. I actually watched that game, the Nets Knicks game. Okay, mm-hmm. and I made this point to Obed a couple of weeks ago when he was on the show with me. I said, let's just pretend for one second the Knicks were actually in playoff contention. They were going to make the playoffs, and let's say the Nets and Knicks played each other in the playoffs. 
Kyrie would not be allowed to play the entire series. That is correct. Is it worth it, Kyrie? Now, again, I'm, I feel like my, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to stop myself because I have gone on many, uh, many t- Kyrie tangents on this show. <laughs> so I do want to refrain from keep going on. And I will just kind of bring it to you really quickly. So now we are on limited time here. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, Kyrie, we you know, Kyrie is box office. Kyrie is a superstar. He dropped 50 last week, Tuesday, against the Hornets. He dropped 50 last night, which is against Orlando. Hell, maybe, yep. he, should just play, maybe he should just play um, 60 to me last night against Orlando. Maybe he should just play on Tuesdays, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is when he's at his best. I don't know. But I feel like he's putting the burden on the team himself. Granted, I don't agree with way, the way the rule is set up in New York. It makes no sense. You tell me he can sit court side at the same place mm-hmm. where he, but he can't play the game at that same place at that place where he would work it makes no sense it doesn't my take on this is i was the brooklyn nets and you're already paying millions of dollars to this guy to sit down what's a couple more uh, thousands of dollars take the fine when new york city finds you for something like this the first one is a warning Boom, one home game done. The next fine is 500. Any subsequent fine after that is 1,500. How many more home games do they have left? Take the fines. It's going to be less than $100,000. Is it, is it, are you sure? That's all. So it's just a matter of a money situation, is a fine? If they just pay the fine because they can't block the nets from operating their business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, my, my take, take the fines. Just let, just let, the fir- you're saying the, just let them play. The first one's free. The second one is 500. It's 1,500, everyone after that. I mean, how many more home games do they have left? I don't know off the top of my head. Let's yeah, say 10. Yeah. What are we talking about here? A couple hundred grand? <laughs> AJ, it just, like I said, it's just. Take the fine. And, and then you got Katie calling out the mayor the other day after the, after the New York game. That was so beautiful. Did, did you watch that press conference? It was beautiful. It doesn't make any sense. And he says he's looking for attention. It was great. Uh, is it the smart thing to do by calling him out publicly? Because is that the best way to approach it? He is not, an employee remember, of a company. Kevin Durant, was not, Kevin Durant was not wrong in what he mm-hmm. said. But the way he went about it, what's your take? Go for it. Some people need to be called out on their BS. Mm. And, and to be honest, that's all it really is now. It, it's a power play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like I said, um, if it was one thing, if the COVID mandate was that everyone had to be vaccinated mm-hmm. to be in there, or you have to wear a mask at all times, okay. But don't tell me, don't say because he's a member of the Brooklyn Nets, he can't play in the game, but you let him in there unvaxxed and unmasked, or a visiting team player can be in there unmasked and unvaccinated. That makes because they are not employee of New York City team, which is. <laughs> It makes no freaking sense. Either you, they're basically, and excuse my language, half-assing it. You either mm-hmm. do it all the way, have everyone be, say, hey, sorry, players, you either vaccinated or none of you can't play. Okay, I would get that. But you're not even doing that. Do either go do it all the way or don't do it at all. That's where exactly. I have the problem with it. It's, it's making New York City's politicians, the mayor, it's making them look silly. 
it just, yeah. I mean, I know we got to move on, but um, I guess we could probably talk about this for forever. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's just almost like you know, I, I don't know. And quickly, like, you, know, you mentioned about the Nets and the Ben Simmons thing. Hopefully, he gets on the court. I think if they're at the Nets, you're at full strength, and KD and Kyrie and Ben Simmons is there. Watch out, folks. That's all I'm gonna say. Watch oh, out. Absolutely. You, can, you see what Kyrie can do. He jumped fifty and sixty. Or one week, one week for or one week apart from each other. Yeah. So imagine putting that on the floor every night. And the whole thing with James Harden getting traded, it's because they didn't work because they were never the they played what 16 games together? That's what it was. <laughs> 16. That's it. Yeah, I mean, all that for nothing. To be honest, Harden was gonna leave anyway. He was very unhappy with his hamstring injuries and all that stuff. Yeah, as soon yeah. as he got traded, his legs magically got healed. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, it is what it is. But, you know, let's keep it moving, Raph. Um, let's go on to the NFL. And we have a lot, a lot to talk about, but probably the biggest topic of all, which I'm sure every, everyone knows by now, is Tom Brady. Yes, that that man, that TB12 is officially coming back. He is unretiring. He will be <laughs> returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd NFL season. The man who has more championships than any single franchise in NFL history. Um, hey, I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this quickly. I'll let you go. I was surprised he retired in the first place because we, I think you and I talked about this. We thought he would. I wasn't out. wrong. I yeah. told you I wasn't wrong. <laughs> Cause I thought he would play out his contract. He had one more year in his deal and he wanted to play till he's 45. He will be 45 in August. So he was going to play till he's, you know, for the upcoming season. So it doesn't necessarily overwhelmingly surprise me, but I was a little bit more surprised that he actually retired. So I thought he'd be a man of his word and, and have like a farewell, farewell tour. You know, correct. But now that he's coming back, I don't know. Maybe um, he just, I mean, did he just realize he got he got he got sick of his kids and his wife? Like, yo, this is <laughs> I don't want I don't feel like attending PTA meetings every month. Um, I don't want to take the kids to soccer practice. I don't know, yo. I don't know what it, I don't know what that, that honeydew list is real, man. That honeydew <laughs> list is real. Yo, I I'm a, still married. I love my wife and my kids, but. Sometimes I want to go to work. <laughs> that's that's crazy. People watching uh, want to go to work. That's what happened. You know, that is what happened. Um, I, I, I saw yo real quick. I saw a meme the other day, uh, really quickly. It was, it was I have to bring this up. I saw a meme the other day, and it said before it said uh, before fellas, what, listen up. Before you sign a, le- a new lease with your girl, be re- just remember that Tom Brady spent two weeks at home with his wife and kids, and di- and said, "Yo, I'm out. I want to go play football." Okay, <laughs> the struggle is real out there, ladies and gentlemen. The struggle Absolutely. Is real. <laughs> but the the ahead, best man. was his. The best was his tagline: "Unfinished business." Like you said, seven Super Bowls, uh, three two, no, three NFL MVPs, two uh, Super Bowl MVPs. I, what what else do you have left to do? <laughs> what do you mean unfinished business? What what is unfinished? Unless yeah, he, he wants to play out his contract. He which, holds damn near every um, passing record passing record in the NFL. You know, I don't understand it's, what's unfinished. I, I, I don't know either, uh, but God bless him. And uh, to be honest, even without him, I think Tampa Bay would have won that division anyway. I don't know what Atlanta's doing. I don't know what New Orleans is doing. I don't know Carolina, what uh, Carolina ain't doing nothing. Carolina's not doing anything. Christian McCaffrey stay hurt. He he gets hurt walking. Yeah. Walk, walk, like he gets hurt like, getting out of bed in the morning. It seems like because he's hurt every damn year. Yeah. yeah I mean New probably. Orleans. I feel like New Orleans just needs a QB. Well, they also need a coach because Sean Payton's gone. So they're yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, well, I mean, let me ask you, can, can Tampa Bay return to form and possibly win on the Super Bowl? I mean, think about this, Ravi. The last nine seasons for Tom Brady, do you know what he accomplished? Going back to 2000, 2013, lost the playoff game. The next season, 14, won the Super Bowl, then lost the playoff game, then won the Super Bowl, lost the playoff game, then won the Super Bowl, lost the playoff game, then won the Super Bowl, then lost the playoff game this year. Could he be winning another Super Bowl this year? <laughs> it's it's very possible. I mean, if Literally, anybody can do it, it's him. He won a Super Bowl every other year. <laughs> Going back to Un, unfinished business, unfinished business. I guess he's mad about losing a, a game in between each time, you know? And yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's it, it's fine. They're going to win that division. They're, they'll be fine. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, oh, by the way, he has five Super Bowl MVPs, not two, five. Oh, my mistake. Sorry. I knew I got something <laughs> mixed up there. Yeah. But, Must have been the NFL ones. But yeah. they're going to win the, the game. Atlanta's not uh, doing division, anything. The division. ones doesn't do anything. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Division. Yeah. Um. So they're, they're good there. I'm more interested in what hap- what's uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers agreed to. Hmm. And uh, and that contract. This so I mean, you tell me. Paid. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna get paid, but is he hindering his team? One hundred percent, Ravi. Um, I believe he's getting somewhere north of what, like fifty million, somewhere around fifty million dollars a year. Correct. It lowered the cap hit, but with all the bonuses and incentives, I mean, what are they gonna do with Adams? You know, it's they have him on a franchise tag. It's just, but like. Does he not see what Tom Brady did? Take a a pay cut to help your team. This—that's exactly what Tom Brady did. And I feel like Aaron at this point, Aaron Rodgers is just being greedy, yo. Don't get me wrong; he's that bad man. That's the dude. I get it. He like again, you know, he will go down as one of the greatest talents we've ever seen. Quite, quite, quite frankly, I think I've said it before. He's he probably from an arm talent perspective, he's probably the best quarterback he's ever seen. He's not, he won't be, he won't go down as the greatest because we know that's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. However, he's for the, for, for a guy with so much talent, he's only been to one Super Bowl and won one. Correct. He so, lost again at home at Lambeau Field in the divisional round of the playoffs last season. Yeah, he's hindering his team. I mean, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Adams. And then now what do you do with Jordan Love? Now, by Green Bay drafting him a couple of years ago, it made sense because you figured Aaron Rodgers is going to be on decline. Everything Mm -hmm. that happened with Brett Favre. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they were wrong. So now they have a first-round draft pick in a a quarterback that's just sitting there, and he's probably thinking, well, hey, I'm entering uh, my third year here. Well, what's going on? Is there? He's probably looking for his own exit strategy. Okay, now. but Aaron Rodgers also sat for four years, almost almost four years, and now he's one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. I agree, and uh, I mean, I saw Jordan Love play in the preseason, and that one game against Arizona. I don't even know if he, he's gonna he be wasn't ready. Aaron he, he wasn't ready. Absolutely, he, he was not ready. That you know, he wasn't. He wasn't ready. But I mean, like I said, um, I think he is undoubtedly on you know hindering his team so i think in what so i think he's going to be making 42 million dollars in 2022 59.5 in 2023 and 49.3 in 2024 so that's 150.815 million dollars over the next 
three years. And the first two are fully guaranteed at signing. God bless them. Uh, what? It's not needed. Aaron, I, now I'm, I'm, I'm really, really starting to believe all the kind of off the air talk and talk about Aaron Rodgers being really about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. This is why the New England Patriots won six championships because Tom Brady sacrificed. He said, I will okay. take a pay cut. I want to win football games. Bring sign these free agents. Now they just they franchise tag Devontae Adams, who says he's not going to play on the tag, which means he wants a new deal. I don't even know if they got the money to pay this dude. I, I don't either. That is a uh, to be continued. And then um, the the other big deal, you know, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Yo, I think that makes them an instant contender because that whole team was just missing a quarterback 100 per cent Rabbi. and he is excited <laughs> he i never thought he would leave or wave that no trade clause mm-hmm. but he did for the right situation he is excited mm-hmm. i mean russ going from seattle to denver i'm thinking now kind of another point about seattle is that uh, Pete Carroll, how much longer is he going to be around? Because I don't think I don't he know. wants to deal with a rebuild. This is what they're pretty much going to be in now as a rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and quite frankly, I don't know if he wants to stick around for that. You know? Uh, I mean, the trade itself, this is this is great for Denver. They've got basically their franchise quarterback for the first time. You know, they had Peyton Manning, but even before that was John Elway. They only had Peyton Manning, yeah. for, they only had Peyton Manning for four seasons, so I don't, I don't say he's a franchise QB. I mean, granted, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and you know, but I'm just saying he only had it for four years. But Correct. Now he was have, on the decline in Denver. I mean, that last right. Super Bowl, that was all defense and Von Miller. Right, exactly. So it's like, you know, now it's like you have your future quarterback you can have in the next five, six, seven years who could possibly, you know, this is a guy who are, who's already won, who's already been to two Super Bowls and won. Correct. Quite frankly, he should have won two. He should have won back-to-back if they just give, yeah. give, give Marshall Lynch the football, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, what's your what's your thoughts on this trade quickly? I mean, I, I think it's a great move for him, and then Seattle has set a precedent. I mean, they are ready to turn the page and move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what uh, Pete Carroll's going to do. I can't imagine him being there longer. Maybe he plays out or coaches out his uh, contract as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Seattle's definitely not going to be a contender this year. They're not mm-hmm. going to be at the top of that division. They are resetting, and they're doing it before the rest of the teams in their division do because that division was hot last year, and um, the AFC West is what's going to be hot this year. Yeah, the AFC West is loaded. Now you have Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr all in the same division. That's insane, yo. That is and speaking insane. Of, speaking of that division, have you seen the moves that the LA Chargers are doing? Let's talk about Khalil Mack. Big one. That is a big one for them, yo. For sure. That's a big one. Them, they're tra- trading uh, for Khalil from Chicago. Yep. Like I said, uh, I'm high on Justin Herbert for sure. I think he's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback in this league for quite some time. I still think that division still belongs to Kansas City because because um, 
Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still there. Um, yep. But I still think it belongs to Kansas City. But, man, I think it's going to be a hey, uh, a, a great division. I mean, Russell Wilson is going to do some things in Denver. But, yeah, Chicago trading for Khalil Mack. I don't know whatever happened would happen with that Chicago scenario for Khalil. I feel like he just didn't live up to the hype where he wasn't in Chicago. He had some great moments for sure. Um, and that first year he was there, they, took him to the, they went to the playoffs. But, yeah, Khalil going from Chicago to L.A. is definitely big news um, for them for sure. Uh, that, that was a good one there. Yeah, I mean, the free agency market has been has been crazy. I mean, I just read Tyrod Taylor going to the Giants to back up uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel Jones, yeah. Um, you know, that's going to be a great move for the Giants also because what's going to happen there is that he has – he's injury prone, and the Giants have never had a good backup. I mean, a lot of people thought Mitchell Trubisky was going there. Right. Uh, but he, he signed with the Steelers. He's going to Pittsburgh, yeah. Yep. So Tyrod Taylor there, he actually might get a good chance to start. Yeah. Even if Daniel Jones wins the job in the beginning, if history has told us anything, he's going to be starting, I'd say, upwards of six games as a giant. Mm. Got you. Yeah, I mean, there's so much, dude. Um, obviously, the other big quarterback news I think we have to mention was the Indianapolis Colts trading Carson, Carson Wentz to the Washington yes. Commanders. Yes, yes. Uh, he just had his press conference today also, and he's very excited. And uh, the commanders, they made a, a move for West, uh, Russell Wilson, and he denied it. He denied it. He go, I'm not going to Washington. Uh, and, and, the, yeah. and the offer was better than what Denver was giving, but Denver is a contender. Yeah, I think they offered him, I think they offered Seattle, what, three first-round picks for us? At least. I, yeah, I so forget the details off the top of my head, but I think it's good that Russ had that no trade clause in his contract because <laughs> yep. he would be unhappy in Washington. I don't know. Washington, this is uh, five straight years, five different uh, quarterbacks. It's kind of it's kind of out of control. I mean, Washington, they're not going to do anything. Even in that weak NFC least division, it's still going to be, <laughs> you know, it's still owned by the Cowboys, you know, yeah. back in them dudes who, um, who also got, we got rid of Amari Cooper, which we were going to mention later going over to Cleveland, but yeah, Washington is nothing to, nothing to talk about. I'm just wondering, can Carson, which can Carson Wentz actually succeed here um, at this point? I mean, went from Philly to Indy now to Washington. Can he, I mean, being from going from being the number two overall pick in the draft a couple, few years back, what can he really do um, to succeed here in Washington now, Rev? I, I think he can be successful here. Uh, they have a good team. Uh, you know, Taylor Heineke led them to some really good wins. Uh, but now clearly he's going to be the starter. Uh, some things about Washington, you're right, it is a very weak division. It is owned by the Cowboys. But even two years ago, Washington really had command of that division, um, even with Dallas in there. Mm. Uh, Philly, Philly and the New York Gi football giants weren't really doing anything. But Carson Wentz will be a good fit there. Um, he has something to prove. He's very familiar with that division. And to be honest, this might be his last chance. And I don't think, to be honest, he did that terribly in uh, Indianapolis in the first place. Now, he didn't help them as much as he should have, and that's why he's not there anymore. Those last two games, especially the one against Jacksonville, where if you win, you're into the playoffs. Dude, Any come one on. of those two games. Come on. You got to win that, you gotta win that, that game. That team, 
You got to win that game. Get it. That's what lost him. That's why Indianapolis let him go. Like we can't rely on you. That's what I'm saying. You have you have to win that game, dude. I'm sorry. That was bad. That was he could have won the week before, and they still would have made the playoffs. But win that's one, why. You he, one out of two, and he, one of them is to Jacksonville. Come on. Mm-hmm. You got to win that game, bro. Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So the Colts, um, they're getting, they're going to receive from the Commanders a uh, third round picks in twenty two and twenty three. Um, mm-hmm. The twenty three third rounder can become a second round selection if if Wentz plays seventy percent of Washington snaps. Um, the teams also swap second round picks in twenty twenty two with the Colts moving up from forty seven overall to number forty two overall, and the Commanders are getting a twenty twenty two seventh round pick, and I believe Washington it will be paying the full twenty eight million dollars yes. due to Wentz for the twenty twenty two season. As well, yes, too. that just screams of desperation. It, and Washington, I feel like it does. Thank you. That's why I was kind of reading off the numbers here. I'm like, because, but here's the thing: Washington, I feel like, is desperate for. What was the last time I had a Washington had a had a legit QB? You can RG three or Kirk Cousins? Are okay. How good was Kirk Cousins? He was pretty kind of average. RG three with that one great rookie year. Then his injuries happened. That was it. Okay. But so, so I mean, both of them I think played in the in the same year anyway. Kirk Cousins, I mean, hey, yeah. you like that? <laughs> I mean, or you don't? But even RG three, you know, he like you said, he had that one good rookie year. I mean, even before that, mm-hmm. man, Washington football team. That's what I'm saying, I, yo. When was the last I, time I you said, oh, Washington had a dope QB for for an extended period of time? But RG three was that one year. I'll give them that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yo. They have, they don't, and they don't, they haven't really. Nah, in besides Kirk many- Cousins, those couple of years that he was tagged, I I can't think of it. They don't really attract big name free agents. I think the biggest, I think the biggest splash they did was the years back was when Clinton, the whole Clinton Portis trade. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, it's <laughs> what, like, that's like that was a very no long one time really ago. is flocking to Washington. You know, to go play for no. that squad, and you know why? I blame Dan Snyder. I've said it before. Dan Snyder is one of the worst owners in sports. Yeah, he's definitely up there. I mean, you know, I'm up here in New York, so I think Dolan. Dolan, I was going to say, right, him and Dolan, Dolan of the Knicks, two worst owners in sports right there, 100%. Anyway, keep it moving, Rap. Keep it going. So we have uh, Teddy Bridgewater going to Miami. Well, yeah. As a backup. Put could he take over for Tua at any point, do you think? I think he can. I don't think he's going to. I think it's more of an embarrassment that if they let him. Mm-hmm. Um, and this new coach, hey, look, I know what happened with their previous coach and, you know, money being offered for losing games. But I don't know what this new coach is going to do and if he's going to be bullied into playing Tua. If Tua's playing bad, let's put Bridgewater in the game. Is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. I, that you know, it's happened before. Where, for example, I'm a Jet fan, right? So Michael Vick was Geno Smith's backup. Rex Ryan kept putting Vick in the game because Vick gave them a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Ownership said, "Hey, cut it out. We got to have Geno Smith playing because mm-hmm. he's going to be our long-term solution." I don't know if ownership in Miami is going to force his hand, but it's good to have Bridgewater there for a couple of reasons: for you know, mentorship and to have a viable backup. Yeah. Could he be the starter? Absolutely. But will ownership and leadership let it happen? 
Gotcha. I know these things happen. Yeah. Well, but no one's going to admit it. Because Miami at one point was supposed to be like the quote unquote front runner for Houston quarterback Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's going to ever happen or not. I don't think it will. Obviously, now with the latest news from Deshaun, Deshaun Watson that he won't be facing criminal charges in the 22 alleged sexual assault cases that he was Correct. facing. We're going to st- still use the words alleged, obviously, because he's not being charged and that hasn't been convicted. Um, but now he's being possibly pursued by the Panthers and the Saints, if I'm not mistaken. Panthers, Saints, and Falcons, even and Cleveland. I'm sorry. Okay, so pretty much the all Falcons the other- were, were very low key with it, but they're probably ready to turn the page also. And because they're. Now- is this because now Tom Brady's back? They need they know they need to court they need a quarterback in the NFC South if, to compete with the Tampa Bay. <laughs> if it's kind of, by the time Atlanta becomes viable again, Tom has to retire by then. Yeah. It's gonna take a, at least two, three years for Atlanta to restructure I, themselves. Yes. Yeah, Watson Matt, would be a good start. I still think Matt Ryan has a couple good years left in him. I don't think Absolutely. it's Matt Ryan's fault that he that they're bad. I mean, they were, heck, they were in a Super Bowl a few years ago and Matt Ryan won the MVP that season. Again, that was mm-hmm. I was a product of Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Remember that? Yep. That offense. Yep. But um, you know, they've kind of been down a bad path when they with coaching. You know, the, you know, they haven't had they got rid of Julio Jones. You haven't had a solid run game. The defense has been poor for quite some time. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, but Deshaun Watson, I don't know where is he going to end up. I just think that it's going to be very, very difficult for any team, let alone mm-hmm. any South team, to sign him because it's going to be a PR nightmare. Correct. And they're going to do it because they see the long term. He's still in his prime. To be honest, if we use the example of Ben Roethlisberger when this happened to him, it's going to be a six-game suspension. There's going to be no criminal charges. All of this is going to happen. The NFL is still going to hand down discipline. Mm-hmm. It's going to be six games. If it's more than six, I'll be shocked. So yeah. I feel let's get these six games. Let's knock them out. Let's mm-hmm. get this trade going because the Panthers want them. The Saints want them. Cleveland wants them. And under the radar, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Those are your four teams that are looking for them right now. Yeah. I mean, if I mean, let's just, let's just say that, I mean, Deshaun Watson is a dynamic quarterback. He's, 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 He's top 10, arguably maybe even top five in, the, in all of the NFL when he's available. Absolutely. But Absolutely. again, this is more about the off-field issues that he's facing rather than the, you know, his performance on the field. And like I said, it's going to be a PR nightmare for any team. Whether, Like I said, if he's not facing criminal charges, he's not going to be charged. That's fine. Okay, so we have to assume, you know, and remember, we have to remember, always innocent until proven guilty. I get that. You know what I mean? So we mm-hmm. can't just throw him out there for that. But it's going to be a difficult, difficult situation for any team that signs that signs uh, Deshaun Watson. You know, he can certainly change any franchise around. Quite frankly, I think a franchise that should possibly make a run for him, if they can't, is Pittsburgh. I know they got Mitchell Trubisky, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. But Pittsburgh is a elite quarterback away from winning. Now, they are ready to – this is not – this is why – um, I was kind of like mm, up on the, about the whole Mitchell Trubisky signing. It's like, okay, is he the heir apparent to Big Ben? Well, apparently, because you know that's what they saw. But no, you know, no, he's gonna be he's gonna be a stopgap. And if he turns but, out to be great, he he, he was a number two pick himself. But if he turns the, out to be he shouldn't excellent, have been. well, this, yeah. the, the Chicago's also the team that passed on passed on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Remember that? Correct, correct. Right? But let's say he does turn out to be. A upper echelon quarterback in 
the Mike Tomlin system, which, by the way, he's a fantastic coach. And how he's not coach of the year every year, especially what he did last year, is beyond me. Right. But what's going to happen is, is that if he does excel in Pittsburgh, he's going to be looked at as, as a superstar, and he'll probably get an extension. If not, he's at least a, a good stopgap for now because at least he's mobile. He's younger. He still has a cannon of an arm, and with the proper coaching, he could be something in this league. Yeah, but Pittsburgh, I feel like Pittsburgh is not a wait-and-see kind of – they're not in a wait-and-see mode right now. They are, they're able to win the games now. They, they're they got not, them on a discount, and it's a two-year deal. I mean, they, what do they really have to lose? Okay, I, I, I get it from that, from that perspective, but it's like I feel like somebody like a Deshaun Watson type player that, of that mm-hmm. ability – can really set them, push them over the top, and help them win that well and win now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right. And even, I mean, there's pretty much two quarterbacks coming out of this year's draft. Um, I know we definitely don't have time to go over that today, but that doesn't stop Pittsburgh from taking one of those quarterbacks. And to be honest, the Commanders they took Wentz. Cool. Doesn't mean that they're not going to take a quarterback either. True. True. Yeah. You know. You don't really know what's going to happen there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot, I mean, what can happen, you know, if a quarter, so many quarterbacks going around Pittsburgh, but yeah, in, uh, in that same division, in the, uh, AFC, AFC North Cleveland making moves, they released wide receiver Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. They also got Amari Cooper from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, and I think Jarvis Landry could end up in Tampa Bay, possibly to replace Antonio Brown, but would Cleveland though, and I, I saw the other day that uh, Baker Mayfield they, they uh, put a, put out a message on the on social media that he was thanking all of Cleveland for his time there and everything like that. It's almost like he sounds like he's on the way out because it I sounds think, like a goodbye message. Right, right. It's like, mm, dude, this he is entering here. his last he's entering his last year of his rookie deal. Um, no, neither side is talking about any sort of uh, extension. Right, because I think they went because Cleveland, the Cleveland brass went to go meet with Deshaun Watson. I believe mm-hmm. that's why yes. he's kind of. But dude, you kind of instead of, I feel like he's almost thrown in the towel, yo. But it's like stand up for what you. If you want to be in Cleveland, you feel that you can take them what where you want to do. What you Correct. Do. Correct. Say something. Big, tell them. Let them know. Granted, do I think he can take them where they want to go? No. <laughs> I mean, but no. great, yeah, you know. But let's just be. But 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 from his perspective, he should at least stand up for himself. But also, they don't have anyone. Dude, all they they still got that run game with Kareem Hunt and and Nick Chubb. But OBJ yep. is gone. Wait, that he wasted his time there. <laughs> now yep. Jarvis Landry is gone um I mean now you got Amari Cooper okay that's okay. one good solid weapon for you but you know uh the tight ends I think are gone now too it's like Cleveland it's just like a place I, I let me just say this I'm sorry to all the Cleveland fans out there I don't Cle- I don't think I don't believe Cleveland Browns will ever be a relevant organization yeah, and you know what? what's really funny is that I always I agree with you, and it it can't even just be the organization, because when the original Browns left for Baltimore, look at Baltimore, they're great. <laughs> because they is had they able they Cleveland, were able the to dirt, get great players and coaches. The water, Dude, I don't know what is it. Cleveland about that is area. a. Let me ask you this: You're planning of a vacation for your wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Does Cleveland ever cross your mind at any point in time? No, 
<laughs> Cleveland is not a city that most people want to go to. Okay, say <laughs> so, hey, let's go to Cleveland. I mean, no, it's, it's not a, it's a, a lot of it's a it's a big market. Okay, you can say it's in one of the I guess one of the top cities in this country, but it's not mm-hmm. a big market city for sports. I mean, Cleveland has not. LeBron James is the only reason why they made Cleveland relevant. Okay, when he first and it's because he got drafted and he was from there. Okay, yep. But if it wasn't for LeBron James, Cleveland would not have a championship since 1957 or whatever the heck it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are it, correct. They're not attracting big name free agents and players, whether it be with the Browns, the Cavaliers, the Cleveland Indians. It doesn't matter. Or you know, Cleveland's not a yep. big team. It's not, it's not a big city where they're going to attract guys to come in and say, hey, come come rock out in, in Cleveland, Ohio with us. You know what I'm saying? You're, sorry, you're right. They're not. In Cleveland, uh, it, it, it is what it is, you know, but, you know, there's so much going on in the NFL. I mean, you know, I know you mentioned, you know, Jarvis Landry would be great to go mm-hmm. to Tampa, mm-hmm. but, you know, Russell Gage actually is going to sign with them. So they're, mm-hmm. they're filling that hole with uh, the Brown being gone. Yeah, yep. And then, of course, uh, was it Calvin Ridley with the gambling? Yeah, he got suspended. Um, I I know you and I have been talking about it, and I just have one word. Duh. (laughs) First of all, yeah, I know we talked about this. I I know you can't see my face, but duh. What makes you think you can gamble on your team? Uh, I'm sorry, your sport, let alone your team. Yeah, I know you and I talked about this. Has nobody heard of Pete Rose? (laughs) Right. We talked about this offline. We weren't going to go into too much detail, but dude. How dumb do you have to be? He got caught because he did it from his own cell phone. Son, you couldn't tell your mans to place the bet for you and just give him the money? At least try to fool somebody. That's what I'm saying. Yo, call up your boy. Like, yo, yo, dude, do me a favor. Place this $1,500 bet for me real quick on this uh, Miami game. Put his final bet for me on this Atlanta game. And just give you give him the money. <laughs> How dumb do you have to be? This is the the most idiotic thing I think a player can get suspended for. When you know, and this is something that they impose from when you enter the NFL at your rookie symposium, they talk about this. You can't gamble on the sport. You can't gamble on the sport. But you didn't. Come yeah. on, dude. I, 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 that, that's just, it's just the dumbest thing in the world. Anyway, let's keep it going. One of the last things I wanted to mention here quickly, uh, Rap, before we head out mm-hmm. was Buffalo. Buffalo, baby. Let's go. My Buffalo Bills are making moves. They picked up linebacker Von Miller, the former Super Bowl MVP from the Los Angeles Rams. He announced that he's going to sign with Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. They're also going to be getting O.J. Howard from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm very excited by the Von Miller pickup. I think this helps shores up that run defense that Buffalo struggled with. Yep, down absolutely. The stretch, down the stretch. Now, granted, they were the number one against the run during the year, but I think down the stretch, they kind of falls a little bit. So I think that it just helps improve them um, for sure. Uh, I love it. I was very surprised he left L.A. I was very, very surprised he left L.A., though. Absolutely. Me too. Um, this news literally just came out today. Uh, that all They were already a contending team. This is just going to solidify them, fill up those gaps, where they're going to be right back in that championship game mm-hmm. and they're going to take it to oh Kansas man city again in a city or you know whoever you know, i think it's going to be Kansas city again cincinnati i don't know you got to think about cincinnati is very possible Baltimore. which cincinnati actually just shored up their old line too that's what they needed because that, that's what they damn well needed they better they got to protect joe burrow you know, you got to think about Baltimore is going to be back with with um, Lamar Jackson getting hopefully being healthy next season. They'll be back up there. But yeah, 
Um, but yeah, I think this is a great move for Buffalo for sure. Um, getting picking up Vaughn. Miller. It is. It is. And uh, you know, I'm very angry. You know, the Jet fan, but you know, the Jets aren't going to do anything. <laughs> Come on. Um, Come on. Son. Yeah, yeah, they're Come not going to do anything. Come they on. they got some uh, good picks also. They re-signed a couple people. Um, but you know, I'm very happy for Buffalo. You know, th- that uh, that team is going to be something to be reckoned with if they haven't already been they're going to be even stronger now especially on defense this is going to change up the way people game plan for them and that's you know i love it when teams do something like this because it's like oh we're going to watch the tape from next year or from last year and see what happens nope you need some new tape there's no tape on this (laughs) this whole new scheme is going to be something completely different and that's what's going to keep them relevant it's going to keep them you know, moving in the right direction yeah, where we'll people new... can't predict what they're going to do. Right, right, right. Um, actually, the last thing I wanted to also mention, which kind of happened not too long ago, the, ti- the Tennessee Titans announced that they're going to be, they're planning to release um, wide receiver Julio Jones. You know, I thought this was going to work out so well. I thought Ryan Tannehill was going to have a ball in year with Julio on one side, AJ Brown on the other side. I yep. was like, yo, this is going to be crazy. It did and work. they did. I mean, they made it to the playoffs. I mean, Cincinnati shocked them. Yeah. Um, it's not to say this is this was a bad move that Tennessee did. It just didn't work out, and it's not where, where they you, thought it would go. Where do you think Julio could end up? Oh, man. Um, but to be honest, he could probably end up in Seattle because they're going to need help. You know, whoever their quarterback. But would he want to go there now, now that Russell Wilson's not there? You know, I think he's at a point in his career where he's not going to have a choice. You think so? He is on the he's on the back end of his career, unless he goes to a contender for a fraction of what he possibly could make. You know, you know what I'm about to say, Dallas. I can see that. Replace Amari Cooper. Ceedee Lamb still your number one. You put Mm -hmm. Julio on the other side too. Like I, I've said this before on past shows, I think I've said this to Obed, Julio Jones, if I had to go into a booth in, in my, in my in some chamber and build a wide receiver, I'm mm-hmm. making him like Julio Jones. He's, you know I mean? A 50-50 ball in the corner of the end zone, I want Julio Jones. His size, his hands, his footwork, his, his quickness, I want mm-hmm. Julio Jones. Yeah. Brand, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right? I agree. Right, you know what I mean? He wasn't the best receiver in the NFL this past year, maybe the past years. So I get that, but just from a physic physical perspective, I want a guy like Julio Jones up and down the line, one hundred percent. I still I feel like he can contribute to a team. Like I said, I'm just throwing this out. I think he could end up in Dallas. I very well to to replace Amari Cooper. You know? Yeah, and to be honest, you know, Dallas could use a break after what Gregory did to them going to Denver. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Or I know we can, didn't talk about that, but oof, what he a, can, or he can end up in Arizona, replace Christian Kirk, who went to Jacksonville for some odd reason. Um, yeah, Jacksonville's making some moves too. Even Sheriff from uh, Washington mm-hmm. to go down there and protect him on that old line. Yeah, I say I'd say it's Dallas. I say it's Arizona, or even Kansas City. You if he's looking out. for a contender, I can see him going because, to be, Right, because not only they're a contender, because remember, song, it's Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill and Travis, that's it. You stop those two guys, you pretty much stop the Kansas City Chiefs. Give them another option of, out there on the field. Give them yeah. another, give, give Patrick Mahomes, Julio Jones. So when you're, you're, in the, you're in the red zone, you're on, the, let's say, the six-yard line or the eight- and the nine-yard line, you throw up a ball in the corner, a fade in the corner of the end zone, 
nine times out of ten, Julio Jones is coming down with that ball. <laughs> you that know? is true. That is true. And I know we have to wrap up, but Sherman, yep. I gotta, I gotta give you this respect, and I gotta, you write you mad. Okay. And I'm gonna ask you. Okay. You know. I wasn't ready for this, folks. Okay, go ahead. Oh, totally off off the cuff here. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson. Will he be an elite player in the NBA at any point in his career? Ravi, you, well, are you saying are you saying he will be? Because I'll say you're right. You're, I'm you're asking. Right. I'm asking. Well, do you think well, he will? Well, well, if I'm going to answer you right, you matter. You have to get, you have to tell me if you, what you think. But I don't. I don't think he will. I, I don't either. But I'd love so, to okay. hear why. Okay, so you, I would say you're right then. Um, he, first of all, his size, I think he needs to lose weight for one. Because I think that's hindering him and that's why he's getting injured. But I, well, I, I, he, ha, he is very, very talented. He needs to get out of New Orleans, first of all. If he stays <laughs> in New Orleans, he will not be, live up to his full potential. Because quite frankly, New Orleans is not a, a team where for basketball, we all know the Orleans Saints in football, yep, that's a little league team, Drew Brees and them got it. He will not be extremely, live up, have the potential not be extremely successful if he stays with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. That's just my take on it. I think he has the physical attributes, attributes to be successful in this league, in the NBA. Um, I don't know, man. That's a, wow. He's still so young. He hasn't played at all this year. He barely played last, you know. I, oh, yeah, he has a broken foot. But I've I've heard reports and 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 Anu and I talked about this I think a couple of weeks ago. JJ Reddick was kind of mentioning this um, a couple of weeks back because he's a former teammate of Zion. Zion is very disconnected from his teammates. He is not that leader that they you know that you would think to be of the star of the team. Granted, mm-hmm. this guy is only twenty one years old, twenty three years old. What do you expect from him? That's that level of maturity that he has not reached as of yet. Okay, correct. And being that, away from the team isn't going to help. Right. But that maturation will come with time. Okay. Um, again, he's only 21. If not, maybe, maybe 22 now. I, I, I can't recall, but he's not, he, he's 28. He's been in the league for six, seven years. You know, he's learned, you know, learn how to adapt and, you know, and lead and things like that. It, that takes time. Not everyone can come out right away off the cup, you know what I mean? And, and, and do it up like that. They can't. So I think it's still very early. I'm not sure. Like I said, if he stays in New Orleans, I don't think so. But I will say, I feel I, I do think it's a little, still a little too early to tell overall, though. Okay. Okay. I I appreciate that take. All See, right. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. I'd like to thank my um, guest co-host Ravi for joining me once again. Rav, any last words for the people before we head out of here? No, no. Uh, the only thing I could say is. Uh an homage to Obed is uh, tax season is still coming. We have, <laughs> we have officially, officially, I believe 30 days left to get your taxes in. Yo, my taxes are done. Just got them done yesterday. Let's go. Mine are not. <laughs> I got to go to my guy in the Bronx. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is not code word for anything illegal. He actually does have a guy in the Bronx for his taxes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you get set up like that, Rav, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, folks, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. For our missing uh, co-host, Obey, we wish him happy birthday. For my guest co-host, Rav, I'm your boy, Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>